Hello, everyone. This week, I didn't prepare an intro because I don't need one. All you have to know is that during this episode, I managed to record commentary with some guy in Austin and Mama. I just sat back and tried not to snort laugh. I was not successful. Hey, everyone. I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 319 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin, and I'm very sad this morning. Are you sad? Why are you sad? Because Ellen went home? <laughs> yes. She deserved it, man. We're going to talk oh about that. Oh, my gosh. I feel Step like... I, right now. No, I oh feel like she gosh. showed her true colors. Oh, my gosh. And I feel like she got what she deserved. Her true colors of being wonderful? No, of being hyper-competitive and petty. What? Oh yeah. my gosh, I don't understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. I turned right on now. Ellen. I was convinced that <laughs> Ellen was a fraud and that Jerry Gary saw right through her. What? Yeah. That's Explain my yourself. I, we're just jumping right in. She got I know it. we're at minute 48 of the episode, but I yeah. don't understand what you're saying. She got a little bitty, and I thought Jerry and Jerry Gary is not having any part of that. When? Just when she was stressing about like when when they're all like sitting around and she was just pouting and then who was the one that cried? She deserved to go home too. Did she go home? Leslie. Oh yeah, she deserved to go home too. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that about Ellen. Yeah. Ellen's Ellen's feelings were pure and wonderful. If anybody, Teresa deserved to go home. Well, listen, I don't disagree with that. There are definitely something about all of them that I didn't like, but um, I just you know I was picturing like. You know, when she was on the bench and she just totally shut down after he told her goodbye, I, and she was like, "Okay, gotta go," you know, and then he'd put her in the dump van or whatever. <laughs> um, I was just thinking, man, I feel sorry for her next male pickleball opponent. No. I mean, that guy's <laughs> that guy's gonna take one right between the eyes. I mean. She did such a great job, though, at the end of saying, hey, he's a great guy. He deserves to be happy. And so she wasn't mean about it. But I did not see anything that you saw. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, I did not see anything. I wasn't. Maybe it's because I wasn't drinking. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Should have a cocktail next time. I was drinking. Maybe oh, that yeah. was my thing. Yeah. There was just like, you know, an inch of amaretto left in the bottle. And I thought, mm, this is taking up space. Well, first of all, I will fix I that. I think if you could do the homework, you'd probably have to drink about a gallon of amaretto to actually get drunk. Um, but it is uh, mm. it is delicious. It is. It's like a Jolly Rancher. When yeah, I was in college, um, <laughs> when I was in college, we used to drink uh, uh, amaretto sour sure. or amaretto and water, which was a nice little, you know, Ew. aperitif to sip on or whatever, you know. Okay. It's nice. <laughs> Aperitif? I don't know. I don't even You're know what that means. So so educated and worldly. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Well, you know, like so public public smart. school has its advantages. Let's see. Hey man, thirteen years in Hallsville High School, and everybody's going thirteen, but you got to count kindergarten. That's a that's a year. Did you so know a little, little unknown rule in Texas? Kindergarten is not required. I did not know that. Yeah, you can you can. Um, uh, you got to take a special test, I think, if you don't have it. But wow. there's a kinder, they call kinder bridge programs in various um, 
churches and things where it's yeah. it's a curriculum like kindergarten, but it's not officially with the school district, and you just you can just enroll to first grade and you're good. Fly right through. Yeah, as opposed to I did to, not you know, do that, and yeah. I enjoyed kindergarten at Hallsville. I, I enjoyed much. kindergarten. Um, I remember my teacher, Miss Joanne, Miss mm-hmm. Gaddis. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was it was a positive experience. Now, listen, I had a twin brother, mm-hmm. and uh, I have since looked at our uh, report cards. And there was a bonding issue going on. Like we would only play with each other and we, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and so my, again, this is a, along with the middle name story. Remember the middle name story? My mom lied to me for 40 something years about my, the existence of my middle name. Yes. Yeah. And it's some, it also made it onto my law license, which sits behind <laughs> me as I speak to you. Um, same thing. Um, my mom told me and my brother when we were going into first grade that it was against the rules to have brothers in the same class. <laughs> and unlike the middle name story, I've made peace with that because I think it was in our best interest to kind of, you know, sure. feel out our own. Our Spread own, the wealth. Yeah, our own territory. <laughs> but yeah, it was, we was, you know, I went to Catholic school back then and, uh, mm. you know, they used to threaten you with things like, it'll be on your permanent record, which I don't even know what that means, <laughs> but it was terrifying to a five-year-old, you know? So anyway, I was split from my brother, you know, in first grade and I uh, had to make my own friends, which I think uh, turned out to be a good thing. Look at you now. Yeah. I'm trying to think what other lies my mom told me. I mean, these are significant, <laughs> you know. I got to figure that out before uh, I'm, you know, too old to care. But I know. will say, I will say, Jerry Gary did not lie. No, if he's very you, honest. If you look closely and listen closely to how he responded to these women, for example, I figured our little watching party last night. It was me, Laura, Amy, Becky, and my mom. And we were, because mom's in town. And so it's a delight to watch The Golden Bachelor with her. Um, and she did utter once, I'd date, I'd date Jerry, Gary. And I said, oh, I'm so intrigued with this because I thought, I thought Lene Ray was going to make appearance this morning. <laughs> and I was going to ask her, you know, what do you find attractive mm-hmm. about Jerry Gary? I was also going to get her feedback on the lion tattoo. I had so many questions for her. <laughs> Number one, she didn't notice the lion tattoo even after last night. Oh, she when noticed. I said, Do you she see noticed. His lion tattoo? Yeah, you know what? Listen, she didn't notice that like Baptists don't notice each other at the liquor store. <laughs> she knows. She said he's kind. He is, but listen, I had this. So this is part of the Ellen thing. I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> because when he was sitting with everybody, you said he's extremely honest, but he's also very tactful. And when he sat with a couple of the other women, he told him he was falling in love with them and he's right yeah. there and all that stuff. Yeah. But with Ellen, she was like, oh, I'm so intrigued and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And she was kind of laying it out there. They all gave the, you know, the, the assumptive close, as we say in sales. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> they're all trying to close the deal for hometowns. And, and he basically gave her the year special too. He's like, oh, we he had did. that great first that's pickleball how, day. That's what he said. He's like, yeah. oh, the, the hot air balloon was wonderful. And we all went, oh, yep. no. Yeah. So, yeah, Jerry Gary and I are on the same page. Oh, gosh. Hold on. Let me go get my mom. Um, mom, Dennis wants to know what you think about Jerry's lion tattoo. Well, actually, I didn't see it. I told you. Listen, Did I tell well, you? Listen, and here's. I, he thinks you're lying. Now, now listen. Here, here's, here's the deal, Lene. You, you are. 
you're lovely, and uh, I met you. I met you once, and we had a double top secret Chardonnay that that you're not supposed to have in in the Hallsville area. Really? So, so my theory is that you didn't see Jerry Gary's tattoo like you don't see fellow Baptists at the liquor store. <laughs> oh, <my gosh. laughs> oh, you are so. That's so true. <laughs> There you go. I guess I go way out of town. What did you think about Ellen? Who is Ellen? See, oh, exactly. Ellen is the blonde-headed yeah. lady. Oh, oh, the one. Yeah, I think she hand. I think she handled the. Oh, I think she handled the rejection quite well. Um, kind of classy. He doesn't think she deserved to be on there. No. But oh, she's well. Well, she. She does look old, but so do I. <laughs> so I can't say too much would you about date, her. Would you date Jerry Gary? Well, I was thinking about that last night, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought I think he's a little too over the top for me. Mm-hmm. I think I I prefer rugged. Well, boy, do I! Oh, I love rugged. But here's the deal, though. Here's the deal. We all have to know, and I was going to bring this up today, um, but first of all, when you said you were thinking about him last night, I'm picturing you like uh, Olivia Newton-John, like rubbing you know, a piece of paper in a pool and singing about him. That's what I'm picturing right now. But notwithstanding that. I, I just love you. <laughs> you. I need you every exactly. day. Now, Lindsay, you don't have a kiddie pool at that house, do you? Cause she might, I don't, okay. no, but we can put the piece of paper in the bathtub. Exactly. And now, listen, so here's down. the deal about, about uh, I lost my train of thought on the kiddie pool comment. I don't even know what I was <laughs> oh talking about. Oh, my God. But I, I think that Jerry Gary, now look, he has certainly been groomed by somebody in the ABC wardrobe department. I think we can agree on that. Yes. I would really True. like to see his sitting around in Indiana mowing the lawn outfit before anybody decides. Because I'm picturing him with like black socks and sandals. <laughs> oh, my with, gosh. With you know, cargo shorts and some kind of Tommy Bahama shirt. You know, I agree. Yeah. I think yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I think that's him. Exactly. So, uh, you know, they've, they've made him into a really hip guy. But I don't think that's Jared Gary in, in Indiana. I think I think he's he he's a he's a sweet guy, and what's going to happen to him at the very end? This is just my thinking. I think he's going to have a mental breakdown <laughs> because he cannot make a choice. I think so, and because he's too sweet, yep. and you know, it's uh, it, it's sad. But um, uh, say, what do you think about that? The girl that left because her daughter was having a baby. I lo- do you think she got him in back? I think we were talking about that last two weeks. I think I think we need her to come back. She was the best one. She mm-hmm. was. She yeah. was the best one. Well, here's she my theory. Me of me. Do you want? To- <laughs> no, I mean she was really, yeah. really. Well, I used to be kind of classy, but do, um, do you think she drives out anyway. of town to get her liquor? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-uh. Okay. I don't really think she does. Um, so listen, here's my theory about Joan. Remember, Lindsay, we traditionally yeah. have four hometowns. I know. But we have three. Do you think maybe Joan pops in for a hometown? When he said three, I thought I thought it was four. Yeah. And then, then Amy and I looked at each other and we both thought, She's coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's coming back. That'll make the fourth one. Well, she yeah. might be the yeah. next. I mean, Pending the, um, you know, the rejection of your application, right. um, I think that would make her top candidate for the, the golden bachelorette. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, Thanks. well, I'm just so glad I got to talk to yes, you. Yes. Uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your visit, and oh. I hope we get to secretly drink Chardonnay sometime oh soon. Oh, gosh. I know. That was just absolutely <laughs> wonderful. All right. Thanks, Mom. Okay. You bet. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll tip you. Okay. Good Lord. I've been know. dealing with that all week. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's some gems. You should just, you should just walk around with a pad and record all of her... Isms. It's wonderful. <laughs> so that's an honest take on Jerry Gary, and I feel like she and I are on the same page there with Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> you are. We did have we did have issue with Teresa, and I think I tell my mom told me long, long ago. You know, you do not cling to a man. You do not hang on a man. You do not. We don't do that. And and that's what Teresa was doing in the Ferris wheel. She was clutching mm-hmm. with him with both arms, and he didn't have his arms around her. So I thought that was a dead giveaway that Teresa. I was saw. Out. I saw the same thing. However, mm. um, you know, you and I, are, and and when your mom was giving you that advice, which is good advice, by the way. Mm-hmm. Neither you nor I were at that stage of life that he's at, you know. No. So maybe at this point he does need a clingy person. Maybe to he does take care of because you know? he does feel like he is taking care of Teresa. His whole conversation with Leslie was, "I felt very protective of you," and I kept looking back on the four wheeler yeah. to make sure you were back there. He also whispered to her whenever she started crying. Also, she was crying because I don't like that you're dating other people and it feels like I've had cheating in my past and that's what it feels oh, like. And God. he's like, well, I can't really help that. But yeah. it was, he, he whispered to her, you're my girl. Now she yeah. whispered to him, I'm falling in love with you, but we don't know if he heard it. Yeah. <laughs> But she was right there by the hearing aid. We need, so we need more did. information on the charge. Do you think, we do you do. think they're the, the type you charge up or the type that actually have a battery? I think it probably has a battery. Yeah. The funniest part. So uh, both my father-in-law uh, and my dad have hearing aids now. Mm-hmm. And the funniest part is like watching them sit around the living room, like at say at an event or whatever. <laughs> and at some point, each one of them will pick up their phone and you see them, you know, they're just turning them off. Yeah. Like I'm done. <laughs> I thought, well, I wouldn't want hearing aids, but that's definitely an advantage to having Such one. It's just like, you know, advantage. F this. <laughs> and then, so I think it was fine. It was a Santa Monica Pier. I got a little nervous about all of the golden people. You know, whack a mole is fine. Bumper yeah, cars made me a little nervous. I mean, yeah, I roller know. Coasters. Listen, last time, have you been on a carnival ride in the, in the last, say, five years? I meant Disney. It's um, a different experience. It is I mean, a different experience. last time I went on this, this, <laughs> I was in, we were in Minnesota and we went to the Mall of America because it's like the biggest mall ever and you have to go see it. And they have mm-hmm. like an indoor carnival. And I did this one swingy thing that like stops and spins. <laughs> First of all, I almost threw up. That's never <laughs> happened to me. And, and like halfway through, I'm like, turn this thing. Like I was over it. <laughs> And then my neck hurt for a week, and I, I'm much younger than any of these people. Did you see Teresa and with her eyes closed on the roller coaster? Yeah, no, she didn't she look. She was struggle yeah. That's what's called a bait and switch. Like when they're married, she doesn't do that, right? When you're dating, oh, yeah. it's like, oh, I'll put the worm on the hook, and I'll, you know, do whatever. Like, no, not when you're married. She'd never be on a roller coaster again. She's like, I went on that damn thing when we were on that stupid show, and you know. So, well, yeah. I thought it was interesting. He he also the magical one on one date with Faith, who he has not been on a one on one date. 
but who received the first impression rose? So he's yeah. been four weeks without doing anything one on one. Usually, with the so sometimes the first impression rose. What like you can definitely fumble the ball after that, right? We've seen that happen, but. If they like them, they like them. And so it's like, okay, she's first impression. I'm going to put her on the shelf, you know, yes. like that elf, that elf's getting ready to come out for Christmas. <laughs> Most annoying. Oh, whoever invented that thing. I mean, that's the pet rock of the 2000s. I mean, geez, like what a genius. Yes. Um, but, um, you know, so it's, Faith has been on the shelf and that's got to be a bad place to be because you're just sort of waiting around to get put in the game. But she did get her date. I think he still likes her as much as he did. But he, he he calls her, I think, listen. Have you, you think you've ever had a, a potential suitor referred to you as, quote, a big question mark? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, that was a little like, oof. yikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope she's, uh, you know, um, you know, in the bathroom at, when they're watching that back when that comment pops up. Um, but it no, was, the, after the nice. date, he seemed, yeah. yeah, no, no, after the date, he seemed um, uh, into it. Yeah, he seemed uh, comfortable with whatever his question he, was. He yeah. officially said he liked her, he, the warmth in her eyes. He mm-hmm. likes that she's musical. He likes that she rides motorcycles. And he likes the way he feels when he's with yep. her. And and keeping in Bachelor tradi- tradition, I know this is kind of a truncated um, season because it's only an hour long and like eight episodes. Yeah. But there was a helicopter ride. Which there was I thought a helicopter was good. ride that landed on a yacht. And both of them thought that was the coolest thing ever. I think Faith, I thought it was the coolest thing ever too. But it was all right. Very I thought cool. Faith, Faith was a little nervous that whole time. Faith but, also, know. in my opinion, did not dress very well for that date. It looked I a little young. What... It was a white crop top where we saw her midriff and then like black skirt. Maybe, no pants. They, we, I yeah. thought it was a skirt, and then it was pants. You know what? Why not? She, you know, yes. look. I mean, she is a baby. Chance. She is a sweet baby of I, sixty years old. I did feel like during the Santa Monica. Have you ever been to Santa Monica Pier? No. Uh, it. I mean, they. I don't know what they, they probably had to step over a hundred people lying in the streets, and it's it's not. <laughs> it, I mean, it looks much better from a distance. Um. You know, it's like the it's like the you ever you ever heard of the term uh, um, um, pitching wedge? Yes. Okay, but but do you know how that applies to like women in a bar? No. Okay, you <laughs> do look you think say, I know that? <laughs> you say she's a pitching wedge, and what does that mean? It's like oh, she looks good from eighty yards away. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I know it's horrible. It's the kind of stuff guys say when girls aren't around. Horrible. Um, yeah, it is. But um, so uh, but I thought that. Um, when I was watching the Santa Monica carnival thing, I had flashbacks to the movie Cocoon. Do you remember okay. that? I do. I, yeah, I do remember Cocoon. Yeah, yeah, where the old people get a young they thing do. and they're like yeah. diving and everything. I thought, gosh. So I was happy for... Yeah, exactly. You, you know who I kind of feel sorry for? Oh, who? It's Susan. Susan. She's oh. so sweet and nice. I wrote down, I thought Susan needs to be the RA of a real bachelorette season and she can just love on those girls and Mm -hmm. they can just be, and she even sat down on the bench with them and said, well, I'm going home. Either you're coming with me or I'm going by myself, but I don't know. I don't know what's happening, but she's just a joy. She was such a delight. Totally self-aware. She knew she wasn't going anywhere and she was very sweet. And you could tell when she and Gary were chatting um, there was, a, I guess they had worn a bench or something, but I remember they were chat- chatting and they had this like kind of laugh and it yeah. was just the most unpretentious. Like they both kind of knew where they stood. You could tell yep. their friends, you know, yep. he really likes her and, yep. um, 
she's the type of person that Gary will set up with his widower friend, mm, you know, like, mm-hmm. like he, she's definitely a cool person. Now I will, I do wear an apology cause we judged her early. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, she definitely won me over. She's a nice person. Um, she seems really fun and she seems like the kind of person like where the grandkids would just burst out of the car and oh, run up the driveway yes. to see her, you know? Yeah. Yes. So I like her a lot and I hope she does well. Um, but yeah, she's not Jerry Gary material. And frankly, I think she's a little too exciting for him. True. I think that as well. I, I, at the end, whenever he was doing the rose ceremony, so he didn't give a rose on the date because he just couldn't, the group date, he just couldn't. So Faith has a rose. And then we go into the rose ceremony knowing that three women are going home and three are going to, I I guess they had to do three because of one hour. I don't know. That's my theory. Maybe like, it's edit, Joan. You know, we don't know. Maybe Joan shows up, know. but there was no, there was no foreshadowing. There wasn't. Um, but I think that um, um, the fact, well, what your mom just said is correct, that mm-hmm. he is going to be a nervous wreck because oh. he almost fell out of his chair at the possibility of having to hand out that rose at the carnival at, thing. At the, yes, it was yeah. bad. And he, I just, I read it all wrong or editing or whatever. I thought he would be a lot more upset letting Ellen go. And I think it was him feeling badly for Ellen that, oh, this is so sad for her. But now moving forward with these three women who we have left are Faith, Leslie, and Teresa, I think he might cry about yeah, no, them he, leaving. But, but he he knew, look, I'm telling you, I'm you I'm right about Ellen, you are incorrect. He was over it. She she seemed a little hyper competitive at the end there. And I think Jerry no. Gary, like we've seen him send over who'd he send home that the the the, the shut your mouth one last yeah, week or Kathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she Zip she kind of crossed crossed into Kathy territory. Okay. You know it's gonna be I, great is when they argue on the um the dais at the <laughs> women tell all Kathy's there's no way she's backing down from that. No. <laughs> And I also think that Teresa was a little boobalicious at the rose ceremony. What? She Look, just you got listen. Deep beat it for him there. Listen, you gotta, you gotta. I'm telling you, you gotta close the deal at this point, and and <laughs> all bets are off. That's what we said. It was her boobs because Ellen was appropriately dressed in her little black dress. It was so cute, and then Teresa had boobalicious, and I thought yeah. Teresa. And the only thing I was like, you go, Teresa, was like, it wasn't fake boobs. She had her yeah. her 70-year-old boobs on display. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad That's... you noticed that, and I didn't. That's good. <laughs> How could you not? <laughs> that was right in your face. Yep. So anyway, they're going on hometowns with Faith, who is 60. The, okay, Leslie, so yeah. Leslie's the prince woman. Yes, she's sixty four. Okay. Faith is the shaker coochie at the uh, the talent no, show. No, that's the same lady. Okay, so Leslie, let's, I get them confused. I know that's what we were saying last night too. Faith and Leslie are practically the same person. Exactly, except Leslie, one of them is a little provocative. And the Leslie other one. has just had more airtime to show her moves. I don't know if Faith has the moves, and then Teresa is 70. And so then we none of us think that Teresa's going to get it. And I so don't know. We I think do maybe. No, really? I think, I think the nurturing thing may win Jerry Gary over. I think okay. Faith and I think the other two are a little too um, dangerous for him. I think the other two, I don't know, Teresa may be of the age where she's ready to leave, but I, I don't, I don't know if 
the other two, if they have younger grandkids or something, or I, I don't know. It just seems like when you're in your 60s, you have more attachment to the family versus when you're in your 70s. Because is, uh, I mean, is are these people going to go move into Jerry Gary's house that he built with Tony? Maybe they move into a 55 and over community with pickleball. And I would love if they did that. Yeah. I mean, that Somewhere would be in between. <laughs> <laughs> I can also see, I can also see Jerry Gary leaving. And just going where the woman lives. I don't know, man. But he looked I, really cute with someone's grandchildren. Well, the, the funniest part was um, I, I could see them being handed $5 bills off camera. You know, like, <laughs> are you going to marry my grandma? You know? <laughs> are you going to be my grandfather? Yeah. Kim like, oh, Kim man. says, you're really cute. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can you throw that ball I for mean, me? That'd be I, just, I don't think there's any circumstance that would expose my children to reality TV like that. I just, you know, who, who wants to bring home? a strange dude and explain look there's a guy coming over with a bunch of cameras and you Mm. guys are going to have to dress up like you do for church but you can't whine right and uh you got to look into that camera (laughs) exactly yeah that's the fourth window timmy (laughs) you don't want to go to hell do you don't look It'll be on your permanent record. Permanent record. Exactly. <laughs> look into that. That was like camera. the biggest look. You could look look up at any Catholic like you know <laughs> book or whatever. That was the thing they threatened you with forever. And you know, I look back now, I'm like, what did that even mean? Like I could just picture myself, you know, in a job interview, you know, after college, and I'm like, look, you know, it says here that you were attached to your brother in kindergarten. I mean, there's we like you, but there's nothing we can do about this. It's on your permanent record. I mean, that's why I'm, I don't go to Catholic Church anymore. I don't want to turn this into a religious discussion, but I mean, I look back on that and it terrified me when I was in kindergarten. And and then the it's other the thing, thing that I was left hand, I'm left handed. Oh, oh, and I, and I, yeah, yeah. I read somewhere that they used to beat the hell out of red uh, left handed kids. I was always scared to pick up my pencil. I I'm not kidding. Like these are real fears I had. I was like, they're gonna. Mrs. Cifarelli was my first grade teacher. She's gonna know. She's gonna know that I, I'm, you know, have the mark of the beast on me. And God bless me. I can't see the top of my head. I don't know where the mark of the beast is. Maybe it's there. These are the the musings of a Catholic child. I'm telling you, terrifying. And you had all the Catholics out there right now going, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. So, uh-huh. That's, that's, that's great. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that, that now that is why Catholics go to the liquor store together instead of pretending. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did have some Jewish heritage in the pool yesterday. It was a little bit of, I, they weren't saying Hava Nagila, but they were in a circle doing something that was I, kind of bar mitzvah Yeah, it was like very a water aerobicsy slash yes. you know bonding. I was um I was thrilled by that because I, my first thought was you would never see that with the twenty somethings. They would never no, no. jump around. Yeah. Uh-uh. You, they, they would have to all take Molly and go to a music festival to get right. that close. <laughs> but Leslie does wear a Star of David um mm-hmm. necklace. And so that was it's just so interesting to see how they're all leaning into each other. None of them are None of them are, oh, I'm um, 26 years old and I'm never going to get married. Wait, yeah. They all said, you know what? This gave me hope yep. for love. And, and I, think, I think Jerry Geary deserves 
happiness. But I think so. The what's her name? Um, Ellen, I think, is going to be demonstrative of how the rest of these ones go. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, you've had your feelings hurt enough after that. You know, when you're that age, to realize that exactly. it's temporary. And yes, it, you know, this it is, is about the you. world we live in, right? Yes. And it's about you, and it's impossible not to yep. take personally. But at that age, yep. you learn to process it absolutely in a different way, and that's refreshing to see, as opposed Amen. to like mm-hmm. Claire whining for six weeks about oh, Juan gosh. Pablo. Yes. Oh gosh. I think you're so spot on. By the way, Claire might be the golden bachelorette. She's about she's close. We need Gwen. (laughs) You know what? Shame on me for not bringing up Gwen. I used to bring her. Remember, she was forty-two. I know. So old. I mean, it's been twenty years. Yeah, she's she's got to be in her sixties now. (laughs) God bless her. Come on, Gwen. She should have been the one to show up for the pickleball date. She should have Trista. Yeah. Now, look, mm-hmm. I want to, I want you and I to make a commitment. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, both of us, before the next season of the Golden Whatever, whether it's mm-hmm. Bachelorette or whatever, you and I both need to play a couple rounds of pickleball and then mm. debrief on the first podcast mm. on how okay. we do it. <laughs> now, hopefully you and I won't be debriefing in a knee cast. Or, you know, <laughs> hey, maybe on the left one, but my right one is bionic. It should be fine. You can't um, tell me that because now I'll know which direction to hit to... <laughs> You've known me long enough to know which one's my bum knee. Exactly. (laughs) Here's here's the thing, though. What do you always make fun of me doing on the weekends? Every time I talk to you on the weekend, you think, what are you doing? Um, Mm. You're retreating. Are you retreating this week? I'm not retreating this weekend, but I'm retreating next weekend. And I am the MC for our women's retreat at church. Wow. And you know what they just asked me to do yesterday? Was MC the pickleball final? Oh my gosh! From the pickleball tournament, you know what? I've got Fred Willard's number. <laughs> Guess who doesn't it. know one thing about pickleball? And I said, "Oh, I'm going to have to learn the words." And they went, "Please don't." Do you know ping pong? Just, just no. I don't know anything like that. Okay, but it's they super think easy. it's going to be funnier though for me not to know the lingo. I think. Well, the only thing you really need to know about pickleball is: Do you know that the blue place, like up, up by the net where that line is, it's like it's a court, and there's a white line, and then there's a different color, like no. lighter toward the net. Okay. Okay, that's called the kitchen. And then, like the kitchen. Yeah, like where you okay. cook stuff. That's uh-huh. the kitchen. So the kitchen. At, at the very least, you just say something like, "There's a lot of action in the kitchen." In the kitchen. Yeah, just throw in some <laughs> lingo, and you're good. <laughs> They're frying some stuff up in the they, kitchen. Exactly. So you just pull okay. out your. Look at yeah. that! Look at yeah. that! I know. Uh-huh. Is dinking a thing? Dink. Dink. Um, that might Dink. be a fantasy Dink. sweet thing. I think. <laughs> Hey, thank y'all for listening, and thanks to some guy in Austin and Mama for their insight on all things Golden Bachelor. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. And we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever.